Today was my last day at work. Congrats, babe. Thank you. And it was a it was an a dumpster fire of a day. All the things that could have gone wrong went wrong. I turned in everything. I turned in my badge and my gun. And uh, listen, turn your badge and your gun. Listen, all listen. I work in insurance. It's a high stakes game. We all have badges and guns. I don't know if you know this. Like the standard issue. I didn't know. Standard issue. Like whenever you work for an insurance company, you got your badge that lets you in the building, and then your gun when you have to talk to an angry customer. God, your gun. I'm not that surprised. Yeah. Honest. You don't like that um, high insurance price? Well, maybe you shouldn't have caused an accident that killed someone. Pow, pow. That's how insurance pow. works. When I got car insurance, the man who sold it to me um, said, hey, you know what? We like to take a little off the top. And... Um, uh, and then he made me pay him five thousand dollars. What? Um, I don't know. I was, I think I was trying to reference a different movie. Oh, you know, hold on, I have a different joke. Oh, Can because for a moment, out? yeah, for a moment I thought you were serious and like that sounds like insurance fraud. Oh, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I'm such a good actress. People don't know. Um. <laughs> You had me at... Hell no! Hello, and welcome to You Had Me at Hell No! I'm Mel. I'm Allie. And thank you for joining us on our podcast, where we explore our love-hate relationship with movies about love. Both of us are not typically drawn to this type of movie. We don't hate it, but it's not our go-to genre to like zone out. Mel, what do you like to watch to uh, relax? To zonk? I love horror. Um, I oh. actually recently watched Ready or Not, and oh. I gotta say... I heard it was great. It was really good. Um, ugh. Adam Brody, as as a villain, did something to me. Like he is great as a villain. I, I think uh, I first he's was great. introduced to him from the OC and Jennifer's Body, and honestly, like I was in love with the character of Seth Cohen, and I probably mm-hmm. still am. But mm-hmm. I honestly, it was a really good horror movie. It had just the right amount of suspense, just the right mm-hmm. amount of gore just the right amount of spook and like supernatural weirdness and it was also kind of funny so if you like horror i would recommend it um but that's me mm-hmm. i love horror to hang out and just have a good time ali what do you like love to it. watch to oh unwind? To, to to zonk out to be like okay it's it's we're gonna hang out we don't have to worry about anything in this movie is um i like to watch a, a an action movie um i love to just sort of uh, i'm like oh i'm not worried about what's gonna happen typically um i'm trying to think of one i watched recently the closest i can think of is i i watched too fast too furious for the first time in about 15 plus years oh wow i'm sorry um if you can tell how i feel about those movies sorry that was like a not fair value judgment they are so fucking fun someone a friend a good friend of mine who who i will watch those movies with uh, told me she read something that I feel like really hit the nail on the head, which is they are hetero camp. That's what those movies are. Uh, uh-huh. uh, oh, uh, I forgot the name of the movie we're doing today. Oh my god, you know what, Mel? <laughs> you know what you need to do, Mel? What you need to get over it. <laughs> oh, I see what you did. Uh, I... We watched Get Over It, a 2000. Uh, like teen comedy um oh, starring ben yeah. foster and kirsten dunst uh honorable mentions in the cast cisco colin hanks mila kunis martin short shane west mabu mm-hmm. the love of melanie's life I shane west love shane west and i don't know why because I, he's I, not I, I my feel type like- 
I, here's the thing. He's a cute dude. He doesn't seem super, um, is, I, I think, a good actor. I don't, he doesn't seem super threatening in a way that's, like, a, a rut row. Like, it, he doesn't give up the vibes of, like, oh, maybe we shouldn't, um, Maybe we should maybe maybe we shouldn't be hanging around this guy. Like you know how there's some people wh- who were labeled as sort of teen heartthrobs, where you're like, you know what? Maybe we should let this one go. Yeah, like James maybe, Franco. Maybe, yeah. Or honestly, I never got the. the maybe I, we shouldn't say names out loud, but fuck it. Like um, what? Like they know us and care? Come on. I don't know, but it could they? But like Chad Michael Murray, I never got it. I'm like, this guy seems like a fucking creep. I don't trust this bitch. I never watched One Tree Hill, but I understand. Neither did I, but I feel like he was in everything for him. I feel like they were really selling this little spooky blonde. And I was like, something about it. I was. It was something also, however, maybe you shouldn't listen to me because I'm someone where the second everybody tells me that I need to love a specific person or movie or book, I'm like, well, fucking why? Guess what I'm not going to watch. The second everybody is like, oh my god, you need to see this. I'm like, no, I don't. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about Get Over It. And it is a wild fucking ride. It's one of those teen romantic comedies that's like, mm-hmm, this is an adaptation of Shakespeare, and it's meta because they're gonna do a production of Shakespeare, but the but, plot is also the Shakespeare. But it here's the thing, it's not really. Like the they are doing uh Midsummer. But uh, but the plot doesn't quite follow Midsummer. It, if it, the closest it comes, it's almost like he, the main character, learns of this play and is like trying to connect it to his own life. But it's like tangent. It, it it doesn't really. Um, I I don't know. Should we get into what this movie is about? I I felt I had kind of mixed feelings. Uh, Ben Foster plays the lead character. I forget what. What is that boy? What did they name him? Jesus, Mary, <laughs> and Joseph. I hate it. I don't I know why it. I remember that. I normally don't remember characters' names. Burke Landers. Yeah. Ay, yeah. He it's a rough is. Time. He's dating a girl named Allison. Um. They were. Allison. Uh, and if you're if you're like, oh, is that song featured heavily in the movie? It is. Yeah. Um. Oh, oof. They were they were like kind of childhood friends, and then they meet up again in high school, and they immediately are dating and very involved, and then uh, and then they one break day up. she breaks up. Yeah, and she to him it's him. like totally out of the blue. But I think she breaks up with him for a valid reason because she's basically like, I'm outgrowing this relationship. I don't feel connected to you anymore. I gotta focus on me, which I think mm. is a legitimate reason to break up with someone. Yeah, and she I think she even is like we're still like I still care about. I think she's pretty nice but he's very she like packs up all his stuff beforehand to give to him. Yeah. Um, and that was kind of uh in poor taste. Like he's literally leaving her house heartbroken. She's like, "Oh, by the way, here's all your stuff. Bye-bye." Yeah. Um I but and then he walks off and then this is something I did like because I was like, "Oh, we don't do this as much in like comedies today but it was something we did a little more back then um which is like more visual jokes and more like kind of absurd things mm-hmm. uh, but i would say for the most part a lot of comedies today and i'm not against this and i, I enjoy it but there are a, a lot of studio comedies i should be more clear are um kind of like they film what is essentially improv and then they're like insert shots of cars driving um and that's fine and like there's also really good comedy being made and really clever comedy being made and it it's good especially on like tv but um the it, it, as he's walking away it's all one shot of him slowly walking and then like th- uh vitamin c th- singing Love will keep us together with a band behind her. And then just like random people on the street participating in this like weird musical theater gag that's going on all around him. But he doesn't notice because we're I think we're meant to believe it's in his head. 
Like yeah, he's he never looks back. He, he knows it's almost as if he's annoyed because it's, it's them sort of following him around. It's this the idea is it's like this feeling is now following him and and, and yeah. he's. On, I think uh, the only other time I can recall ever seeing that is in Five Hundred Days of Summer. Oh, I I'm gonna make a confession. I haven't actually watched Five Hundred Days of Summer. Well, guess what? You're gonna probably have to watch it eventually for this. So I don't mind. I don't mind. You will. Um, you will. <laughs> okay. I'm not okay. Um, but uh, what uh, I liked it. I was like, this is fun. This is cute this is clever this is silly i agree i like it i i liked the juxtaposition of like the very like like a fun little cute musical number while this kid is just like somberly carrying all these things yeah um it's that was fun his parents can we talk about his probably my favorite characters in the whole movie yes absolutely because it, it's his parents are played by Swoozy Kurtz and Ed Bagley Jr. Um, and they they play like kind of the most supportive parents of all time. Um, They're they, very they, sex positive and like they it, have this talk show like like mm-hmm. basically it's like a sex advice talk show yeah. on TV. And like the, they open like he they, the first time we see them the idea is he's stopping by their studio to talk to them about the breakup he's just experienced mm-hmm. and it, like his mom is kind of they're like pantomiming sex like Susie Kurtz is like on top of Ed Bagley Jr. and they're kind of like miming having sex with each other from like that position and mm-hmm. they cut to like Ed Bagley Jr. goes Coolio knows what we're talking about. And then they cut to Coolio, who has no lines and just is like, like makes kind of wide eyes at them. And um, that's a gift that I use all the time. I couldn't help but laugh. I was like, this is delightful. This is silly. I like them. Coolio knows what I'm talking about. It was such a specific type of joke. That I was like, I don't hate it. I don't hate that this is happening. Yeah. Um, um, another fun visual gag that I don't know mm-hmm. if you liked it as much as I did is Martin Short is basically, he's kind of like the villain, one of the villains of the movie, and he's the mm-hmm. theater teacher who is putting mm-hmm. on, who has made Midsummer Night's Dream into a musical. And he yeah. keeps having all of these like really weird flashbacks, but they happen in like a little thought bubble above his head of just like mm-hmm. the I would watch a movie about him being like a weird struggling like musician theater person yeah. <laughs> because it's Martin Short, but I thought that those were fun too. I I think I liked it in theory. I but I didn't love it. I I did love the idea of like Martin Short having to film all these like extra things just like for a day on set, like just all these tiny little inserts. Um I was fine with it. I didn't. I don't know that I. They made me laugh as much, but I do enjoy Martin Short, and I'm. I. I was fine with it. Uh, I think you liked it more than I did, but I. I. I don't know. I didn't. I. I liked it in like theory, I, which sounds really pretentious. I recognize, That's but okay. I. I. I it think didn't I'm, make me laugh as hard. Mm, I um, think I'm just biased towards Martin Short because mm-hmm. he plays one of my all-time favorite characters ever, which is Murray from A Simple Wish. So I'm I will I love anything that Martin Short has ever done. So I love that that's your go-to for Martin Short. Oh my god, it's so funny. It's such an underrated movie. We don't have time for me to sing its praises, but if you okay. do if like Okay, we're going to just do this. I have not of... watched it since I was seven. Yeah, I haven't it's... watched it since I was oh, seven. I'm good. Thanksgiving 2019, I forced my entire family, including significant others, to watch it with me. So, um. Good for you, babe. <laughs> um, I, uh, but anyway, uh, oh, this also, okay, this movie also features something we love about, like, end of the 90s, beginning of the 2000s, which is where do all the teens hang out? At the club, of course. Yeah, but it's a club that's mysteriously, like, only teens. Yeah. But it serves alcohol. It serves alcohol, but all the teens are there. And while at at the club, um, like, we meet Shane West, who is an exchange student who has this, like, very fake, stupid accent yeah. which is like kind of british i, I was like it. melanie it was so, i hate this so stupid i loved it 
<laughs> I, you know what I appre- I appreciated him doing it. I appreciated that he was like, yeah, I'll do it. But I didn't really like it. That's I was listening Shane to it. I was like, commits. I hate this. You give Shane West a job God. and he'll fucking do it. You are so in love with him. Yeah, man. maybe I'll marry him. Okay. <laughs> and kiss his I'm... stupid, beautiful face. Oh, my God. In front of all my friends and family when we pledge our love together. Oh, my God. <sighs> what? Okay. I'm gonna go- I'm I'm sorry I'm about to do this, but I'm, I'm about to Google Shane West. I, and Steve I'm sure he's married. Hold on. It's not saying anything. Hold on. Does Hold he, on. What? First of all, West is not his real last name. What's his real last name? Oh, no, Melanie. Do you know what his real name is? Tell me. Oh, boy. Is it? Shan- Shannon Bruce Snaith. I don't hate it. Oh, my God. You are down bad, my dude. I mean, I thought it was going to be like a Tony Curtis, Bernie Schwartz situation. and it's- Oh, he... he- he changed. Bernie Schwartz is a hot name. I don't give a fuck what anyone told him. I get why Tony Curtis is like a better. I like the name Tony Curtis, but well, also, Bernie Schwartz. Like Hollywood, let's fucking party, my dude. Well, also like to be fair, this is an era of Hollywood that created Rita Hayworth and destroyed her um, Hispanicness. Uh, yes. So it's not surprising oh, yeah. that they would try to destroy somebody's Jewishness. Oh no, we are not surprised. I forget what Rock Hudson's real name was, but it wasn't Rock Hudson. Okay, well, you, his finish. first name wasn't Rock. That's so good. He, anyway, he changed his name. I'm I'm trying to figure out if he got married, babe. I really um, I'm in suspense. You gotta tell I'm me. not seeing anything, babe. Great. Shane If he's Shane, with someone if you're listening, Shane. If he's wait, wait babe, he might be with somebody. No No, no, hold on. I'm trying to figure it out. Maybe he's not. Who is Shane West married to? He's never married. He's been con- connected to several people. Okay. Okay, okay. Can I read you something? Yes. You know how Google has like common like some of the top questions when you google someone's name yeah there's who is shane west married to what is shane west's net worth how old was mandy Moore in a walk to remember how old is shane west now and then is shane west puerto rican what he's not his mother wait hold on his first name is shannon he's white yeah his mother is cajun french and his father is uh, like British and Portuguese. He's white. Oh, maybe he's got like a Greg Sestero situation. Does he speak French? It doesn't say if he speaks French. But I guess this is what's happening right now. Um. So what I'm getting from this is that Shane West is single. Yeah, probably. He she, is, okay, I need. Uh, I need Melanie, to say something. he also is. Hold on, I want to let you know he is 43 years old. Don't care. Okay. Don't care at all. Shane, Shane, if you're listening, give me a call. Let's talk. Okay. I have thoughts. I, I actually kind of want this for you, to be honest. That This should be like, <laughs> how fucking stupid would it be? And by stupid, I mean incredibly amazing. If we like got like amassed a bigger following specifically to like tweet and Instagram Shane West into like going out on a date with me. I I feel like you're worth more than that, to be honest. I Listen, just because I go on a date with him doesn't mean I'm going to like him. I don't want it to be like a... Remember how that guy had a documentary called like My Date with Drew, where the whole thing was to get a date with Drew Barrymore? And no. then she did go on a date with him because she's really nice. But I'm like, she didn't need to fucking do... That's fucking weird. And I feel like... I like that there are other elements to this podcast... And I like the idea of you being like, you know what, Shane West? Putting it, I like the idea of you putting it out there. But you know what I think? He needs to come to you. I'm this, like, frankly, if he knows what's up, and I feel like he should or he does at this point, he should make the next one. I'm tired of this. Also, yeah, I Shane, feel like you. Balls in your court. <laughs> you also, make I, the next move. 
she meets Shane West at the bar. Shane West starts talking up with Allison, and um, and they like instantly are like, huh? <laughs> also, Zoe Saldana is Allison's friend who has like three lines. This movie also this movie has a lot of um, teen things in like movies of this era where it's like I'm the friend. I have three lines and I have my ideas to not my idea. <laughs> I'm the friend. I have, like, a couple lines, and every line I have is to uh, sort of reestablish the plot. Um, and remind Colin the main ha- character something about themselves. Yes. Colin Hanks does a lot of this work in this movie. Um, but Colin Hanks also has a character trait that I don't like about his character at all, which is that what? his well, his younger sister, played by Kirsten Dunst, and they're only— Oh, oh, they're fuck only, this. Yeah, they're fuck only, this. like, a year apart— and it's this, like, extreme level of protectiveness that's, like, quite... It's really, honestly, super weird. And I say it's that, gross. like, every person that I know who has mm-hmm. siblings who are, like, within a few years of their age range do not have this level of protectiveness. Like, this is the level of protectiveness of, like, that's my kids... Like, like okay, like if, like, if Colin Hanks and his friends were, like, 25... And his mm-hmm. sister was 19. Yeah, I get it. But they're like 18 and his sister's 17. It's very, yeah. very strange. It's also grody. It's this gross thing of it's like. Super possessive. I, I am in charge of her sexuality until the next man is in charge of her sexuality. Like, it's a weird thing of like that. It's it's that patriarchal bullshit thing of uh, uh, I'm in charge of my daughter. My daughter is my property until she's the man she marries property um we don't see women as people um and also uh, kirsten dunce's best friend is played by mila kunis like baby yes little baby mila kunis Um, we love and ben foss this cast is insane ben foster is fucking stacked yeah and cisco plays the uh token (sighs) black guy for the friend group between ben foster who is the uptight annoying uh, quite frankly annoying one and then I, colin hanks who's like the loosey-goosey like yeah your parents are out of town i'll throw a party at your house because we're cool i, I feel like cisco is more than that but i do hmm. i kind of thought because the guys say... he seemed to me more tokeny but then like with his relationship with mila kunis and like he's just there to have a good time i i'm hesitant to call him a token but I also am like, oh, they didn't really give him much of a character beyond I look at Mila Kunis, I know how to dance, and no one. Okay. I'm realizing as I'm saying this that there is a single black character besides Zoe Saldana. And his main thing is that he looks at women and likes to dance. Okay. Okay. I'm, although I love Cisco. I think Cisco is a breath of fresh in this. I agree. Um, I think that he was grossly underutilized. I, I think what was happening, this is what I think happened, is they knew they had Cisco, and this is fresh off of Thong Song, thong, and they were like, thong, we're thong. set, and, but, like, didn't give him much, but also, like, Cisco is on the cover of this poster, he's like, of the movie, of the DVD. Yeah. Yeah, he's, like, third build, um, and he has not a lot of lines, so it really was them trying to cash in on Cisco without giving him, like, a major role. Mm-hmm. So that's that. Um, I do like Cisco a lot. Who doesn't? Honestly. Ooh, that dress so scandalous. Um, but yeah, like basically the what happens in the movie after like now that we know the cast of characters essentially is that um, Allison leaves Burke and gets with Shane West, and Burke is pining after Allison. And Kirsten Dunst is pining after Burke. And Kirsten Dunst's brother, Colin Hanks, doesn't want her pining after Burke and doesn't want Burke doing anything with her. So what ends up happening is that Shane and Allison audition for the musical version of A Midsummer Night's Dream, which is the show they're doing at school. Kirsten mm-hmm. Dunst and Mila Kunis also audition. And Burke, in some ill-conceived attempt to get Allison back, also auditions. And they all get cast. Yeah. Thank you for keeping track because I fully forgot what this movie was about. <laughs> no problem. I've also seen it. I'm so a lot. sorry. I've, this is surprisingly like one of those teen movies that like I've seen 
over 10 times in my life. Wow. I was surprised that I hadn't seen it because this is the type of stuff this around is, that time yeah. that I would, would have been very into because it's a little bit Shakespeare and it was also... It's so of its time oh of like God. that kind of turn of the millennium. Like when the new millennium was coming out, not a goddamn bra in sight. Spaghetti straps Everyone, everywhere. Natural um, eyes, glossy lips, frosted. Uh, frosted. Everything's frosted. Cisco's what do you mean hair, natural eyes? Cisco's hair is bleached. I mean, like, there's not a lot of. Oh, hair. I actually loved that. Yeah, hair. Oh, he I don't looks give amazing. A goddamn shit. What I, that okay. silver hair was it. Yeah. That silver hair was it. Yeah, what I um, mean by natural eyes. But it's also eyes. the pants. There's no, what, like, what? cat eyes. It's not like today where, like, there's not a ton of eyeshadow. There's not a ton of crazy mascara. It's, it's very well, just, it, like, one color mascara. You're one and done. Got it. Or if or if it, there's eyeshadow, it's that, like, frosty. It's like that, uh, it's blue. It's blue. Yeah. It's, it's blue like and it's shiny, A frosty, silvery blue. Yeah. Listen, um, we all had one of those compacts from the drugstore and we all use it. listen we all use them it's nothing to be ashamed of we were like guess what i'm this is what it i, I think this is what's fascinating to me about like gen z being like omg this was like the style and i'm like no 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 you don't understand how we applied that blue eyeshadow though dude yeah like, like, you don't understand no brushes no mac fix None. plus it was like uh that a little sponge that came with the compact that's what we used oh bitch. For, like. for me it was a greasy little teenage finger yeah. rubbed in the compact and just one mm-hmm. swipe over one eye did it again one swipe over one eye and my stupid braces and my gross little mouth just being like oh. excellent i'm ready to go to the dance Yes, I, I, um, without fail, one of my eyes would always have end up without any eyeshadow. <laughs> I'm sorry for laughing. Because I would rub my eyes. <sighs> and so I'd have one eye with like a frosty blue and then one eye just, just, just smudged up, my dude. Yeah. Um, oh, this is a fun little anecdote. One time. Like, something that my mom used to do, because my mom doesn't wear a lot of makeup, and my mom is blessed with, like, really good skin, and I... Okay, go for her. I know. I have, like, very red, textured, like, <laughs> hormonal acne skin, and so uh, I remember coming home from school one day, and there was just, like, a CoverGirl compact still in the packaging on my bed. <laughs> okay. I, like, because I was getting super into makeup, but, like, my mom doesn't really know much about how to do like makeup and Mm -hmm. it's not really her thing so she was just like as a nice gesture like oh melanie's getting super into makeup why don't i just get this for her and like let her do her thing with it but it was like a very many shades too light um oh and so there's a lot of pictures of me just with like a ghost white face yeah oh boy it was rough i we love it i would have occasional moments where i was like okay, maybe I do makeup now. And um, there was, what would usually happen is at, at, at occasional moments throughout my like childhood, I'd have a moment where I would be like, okay, I'm going into my bathroom for a little while and then I'm going to come out and this is what I look like now. And my mom always thought it was fun. Um, but uh, there was one time when I was probably about nine and I went, I, I I dressed up in this old like dance recital tutu silver thing and I um put a bunch of makeup on my face. Oh Melanie. Oh Melanie, it was bad. I I I I don't know how to convey to you what I looked like. Um <laughs> it was it was really it was it was like bright pink blush. It was it was that type of stuff. You remember when it would be like Barbie makeup, like that yeah. kind of greasy uh, stuff that you give a child. Uh, why are we giving children makeup? But okay, girl. Um, and I put that like all over, like deep purple around my eyes, bright pink on my cheeks and lips. And uh, my mom had like a photo shoot and would like show these pictures to everyone. And then when I got older, I was like, this is, please uh, stop showing this to people. I don't like this. And she was like, oh, I just thought you were so cute. I looked like a weird little fairy princess. And my mom thought it was very endearing. And I was like, I fucking hate this. This was obviously ironic, Mary. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, that is uh, that is funny. Anyway, to be honest, the plot of this movie is like fine. I'm not brokenhearted if we don't get too into the plot, because like basically what happens is that um he does the thing where he realizes that he doesn't actually want to do all this to get Allison. He does like Kirsten Dunst, and he and Kirsten Dunst end up together. And um, yeah, but the reason that happens is because. Mm-hmm. Like, Burke isn't initially cast as any of the leads. So, um, right? Like, I'm pretty sure uh, Allison is Hermia. uh, Shane West is Demetrius. Demetrius. Yeah. This throwaway character named Peter Wong uh, is Lysander, and Kirsten Dunst is Helena. But there's a very unfortunate accident with pyrotechnics. Peter Wong breaks both of his legs. And so Burke steps into the role of Lysander. So mm-hmm. because he's not that good of an actor, it, like his character isn't a good actor, he and Kirsten Dunst spend a lot of time together, and she basically like coaches him into like learning all the dances and the songs and all the dialogue. Mm-hmm. And through spending all that time together, they get close, and like he develops a crush back on her. And then when they finally kiss, Colin Hanks loses his mind. <laughs> He, he gets real mad. Um, I think he punches. Yeah, he does. Uh, he punches he him punches in the face, just like straight up. Face. After having a party at Ben Foster's house, but Ben Foster said, please don't do that. Yeah, and um, at that party, too, he like gets in like a weird fight with Shane West and Allison, and then they all find out that Zoe Saldana and Shane West are making out, so he's stepping out on her. And yeah, then- Zoe Saldana is... All the girl characters are kind of just there for the boy characters to react to or have an emotion about. Um they're there to but quote betray the boy characters a lot of the time like there's uh, allison is really only there to be like oh i i i don't like you burke i like a different boy oh actually burke i do like you um yeah because that happens and it's rough Uh, kirsten dunst is like i'm i'm shy my thing i'm smart but no one's noticed that I'm pretty or that I can sing. And it's like, stop doing this to Kirsten. Let her fight. Shut up. Stop doing this to her. I mean, but she does take matters into her own hands and she does manage to like update her own song. And after a boy tells her to, sorry, it's fine. I mean, kind Um, of, but also not really like mm -hmm. they, they have this moment where like they kiss and the party is all weird and stupid and, there's a scene with a bowl of punch that I... It is all weird and oh, stupid. God. The punch... The punch scene was a no thank yeah, you. Yeah, it was truly disgusting, and uh, I wish that I could bleach my eyeballs for having seen that. Um, I don't Basically, want eyes like, anymore. It was awful. I hated it. It was gross. Basically, a kid throws up at the punch bowl, and then all the no! kids drink it. No! Oh, no! And uh, it's very... It, it's a gross-out gag that I don't like. I'm not a gross-out person. I... There were lots of, like, kind of gross... I, I couldn't figure out who this movie was for. Yeah. What age range? No idea. It felt like stuff was probably cut to make it PG-13. But there, like, there's a bit where they go to a sex club. There's a bit where... Um, and yes, like, and Carmen Electra is, the, like, dominatrix. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was weird. That was real weird. That was... I was like, okay, I guess this is part of the... I guess this is part of the movie. Um, it was fine. It was. It wasn't like. I'm not. I wasn't like scandalized by it. It was more just like I don't know why this is. I don't really care for this, and um, it ju- it just seems silly. Um, it was which I know is the point. It's a comedy. It was a um, weird movie though. Like this definitely is one of the stranger early two thousands uh, teen rom coms that I think is out there. Mm-hmm. Like and. Basically, what ends up happening is, like, the show happens and uh, Burke and Shane West fight. And then... Oh, uh, uh, Burke redoes his... He rewrites his lines so that he ends up with, with Hel- Kirsten Dunst's yeah, character. Yeah, so that Lysander ends up with Helena, which is like, d- bro, no <sighs> one cares. But everyone... The whole idea is that the audience loves it. Um, 
and because the students basically take over control because martin short like we're supposed Mm -hmm. to believe that martin short is like this hack uh theater teacher who like has all these glamorous stories about everything that he's done when really like he hasn't really done anything he's just like Mm -hmm. deeply insecure and threatened by a teenage girl who likes to sing so yeah and it it's but he's feels redeemed at the end because everyone loves the show that he did and he's like you know you love my stuff um but it's it it, everyone ends up with a person except shane west i think shane west um gets blown up or something uh his face gets burned because the theater tech kids have some crazy pyrotechnics that they don't warn him about and he gets maimed okay um everyone ends up with someone it cisco and mila kunis end up together um so what a phrase what a phrase yeah um <laughs> and- <laughs> i don't know why that made me laugh so hard they had okay chemistry actually i think it was just like i was just like i'm happy for cisco um, and I like Mila Kunis a lot. Um, I just, I, I, I don't know if you agree, <sighs> but like, I think Midsummer Night's Dream is like a fine Shakespearean comedy. Okay. But I they do call think it, it's, it's tired. It's tired. Yeah. I, they, in the, pl- in the movie, they say it's Shakespeare's greatest comedy. It's not. No. It really is not. There's a reason they give it to teens. I think it, because it's so weird and ridiculous. And I think there's stuff in there that is fun or good um and with the right actors or the right fun direction it's like yeah we can have fun um yeah i mean but it's it's, it's not it's play. not his wittiest play no. it's not his no no no, no, no. honestly so it's just kind of like what if there was a donkey in the middle of the woods that fucked up fairy and you're like yeah that's that's hilarious my dude we love it <laughs> <laughs> I what mean, if two fairies were fighting and one of them was like, as punishment, um, I'm gonna make my, I'm gonna turn a man into a donkey and then have that donkey fuck my wife. Um, okay, ho- so good. And yeah, what you if, really fucking got her, Oberon. Freaking, you got her, my dude. You freaking, you freaking got her. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, is your wife ever a fucking bitch? Right? Does your wife ever kidnap a child, or rather, take a child of a handmaiden that was her best friend, and now she's raising that handmaiden's child, and for some reason, you want that child it, it, we don't get into it but that's weird of you but we're not gonna get into it and then your wife says no you can't have this child that i'm raising and you get pissed so you tell your best friend slash assistant to fucking drug her up my dude um oh nice hilarious it's so funny <laughs> it's so fucking good also are you ever like <laughs> best friends with a whiny bitch Hey, but you're running away with your boyfriend? <laughs> I don't know why I'm still doing the bro voice for <laughs> I don't Col- know, but I love Colina. it. I love it. Sorry. I love it. We should watch that movie actually. The the um the oh no. The Kevin Klein one? Thank you. Yes. With uh, uh that cast is honestly that's also a stacked cast. Yeah, I would I Got would die. Stanley I, Tooch. I would die for Kevin Klein. So that's Stanley works Tooch, for me. Kevin Klein, Michelle Pfeiffer, Rupert Everett. Uh, do you know who else? Young and, Christian uh, Bale, right? Oh, yeah. 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 If you think that didn't have an effect on me and my youth. Yipes. Yipes, baby. Yo, you, are you ever a kid and you see like a 24-year-old Christian Bale and you're like, sorry, that was so stupid. That's me, but for Little Women, not Midsummer. Oh, no. Little Women was the first one, Teddy, but I remember being... Teddy had such an impact on me. And you know the funny thing oh, is now... Him eating ice cream, my dude. Now <laughs> that I'm older, like, I get the appeal of Teddy, but I am a Friedrich bitch. Friedrich oh all the God. way! Gabriel Byrne for life! That is you as hell. Yeah. That is you as hell. To be like, you know what I want? An intellectual German guy. Who thinks I'm the smartest person in the world? I mean, um, yeah. Who challenges me? Listen, I that just is, want, actually I want right a nice you. German disgraced former professor, not because he did anything creepy, but because 
He just got the fuzzy end of the lollipop. I want him to be best friends with someone in the opera, and I want us to watch an opera from the rafters, and then I'm going to write a novel, and I'm going to leave him my manuscript, and then I'm going to think he doesn't like it. I'm going to go home. My sister's going to die, and then he's going to come back with my manuscript, let me know that he published it, and that he actually thought it was amazing. We're going to make out, and that's the end of the movie. That's what I want. It's great. It's great. What does it say about me as a kid that I was like, oh, I'm Beth. (laughs) (laughs) I can't breathe. (laughs) I was like, I'd like to think I'm Amy. I'm Beth. No, you're (laughs) not. I'm probably a Joe. I also, I connected, I wanted to be a Joe, but I was like, I think I'm Beth. Just like, I'm not scared to die. (laughs) I'm Aunt March. Like, if we're really playing who people are, I'm Aunt March. Aunt March has asked me to go. Okay, bitch. Fucking Aunt March anything. doesn't give a fuck. Aunt March said, fuck you. She's the real um, hero of that tale. Aunt March is like, I'm rich as fuck. Um, and that's it. Whatever. I didn't see the new little woman. <laughs> I didn't either. Uh, I don't feel a need I, to. I'm I, sure it's I good. I've heard it was great. I'm just like, guess who doesn't want to cry about this again? I don't want to right now. I, I, it was just a thing of like, you know what? I don't. Yeah. feel compelled to do is be like oh um th- i don't know also th- I, I, although i do kind of want to watch timothy Shallon make it broken up with yeah you little you fucking little bitch <laughs> cry about it you little you fucking little timothy shalloweeny you, you tiny little you little you little you little fucking anemic orphan on you fucking little twink bitch I mean, you get broke up we're gonna break up with you you stupid little slut you little, oh you little slut God. you little high cheekbone bitch you like oh look at my cheekbones i'm the i'm the guy in dune yeah here's a dune for you both of my tits i'm gonna punch you in the face oh my god what is going on Ah! Um, yeah and we're i don't want to kiss you i want to i don't want to kiss you to now that we've established that Allie definitely doesn't want to kiss Timothy Chalamet. I don't! <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, touched a nerve. Ooh. I don't. It's not like that. I don't. I'm just I'm just joshing. I'm just Joshua don't. in. I'm teasing you. Jo- I tried Sorry. to make a joke out of it and it just got worse. You're Joshua Jackson? No, I love him. Oh, listen, we don't we don't have time. We've already gotten so off track. This this episode is our most chaotic episode to date, in my humble opinion. This movie is so strange. Can we also talk about like the hot blonde Australian girl who like causes really severe accidents (gasps) all the time? From New Zealand. Yeah, she's from New Zealand. Oh, New Zealand. The whole thing is that she's super hot and she um falls and her whole thing is that she's clumsy. Um, Hot and clumsy, but so clumsy I, that like and, and it's kinda dangerous. Yeah, and I, I didn't love it. Um, but the part of it, she ends up with someone too. Hot and dangerous. Dangerous. <laughs> if you're one of us, then roll with us. Fucking goddamn, I love Kesha. Anyway, um, uh, tonight we're going. Okay, focus. We this is we are not doing a good job at focusing today. Where are we? Okay. Tiffer, we miss you. Oh, God, we miss... Tiff had a baby, and we lost our minds. Honestly, she is the most precious little baby, and we are so I'm happy so. for Tiffer and Gabby. And little baby oh. Margo is the cutest ever, and she is so loved, and she's oh. happy and healthy, and mom and dad Obsessed are happy and her. healthy, and that's what we care about. But honestly, like, this is this is some rough stuff. Like, Tiff, We're losing Tiffer, it. when you... Like, first of all, take all the time you need, but, like, when you come back... We look forward to you um, gently but firmly keeping us on task. You know what's weird is that Tiffer has every right to be delirious because he and Gabby are up all night taking care of a baby and making sure a baby is okay. Yeah, we don't have a reason. We're just idiots. (laughs) Or maybe I shouldn't speak for you. I'll speak for myself. I'm a fucking idiot. But here's the thing. For being, I I would consider both of us, frankly, very, we're smart. We dumb. Sometimes <laughs> you're smart and you can be 
a big fucking dummy. We are dumb, smart people, for sure. We, I think we're smart, but we have... Here's the thing. I don't... If you are smart and you don't admit that there are things that you still don't know or that you still have room to grow or learn, I don't want to hang around you. Oh, Um, absolutely. I would argue, too, that um, smarter people doubt themselves way more than stupid people. Mm-hmm. Like the only oof. true wisdom, the only true wisdom is that knowing that you know nothing. Okay, thanks, Socrates. Damn. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to be. Did you see a thing? I left so hard. Someone, some like, I think like some kind of conservative asshole. Some some dude who was trying to rail against like cancel culture said like Socrates would have been killed for saying what he said today. It's like, and all oh, you no, think was babe, like, do you not know? He, they did kill him. I was like, they did. They fucking They specifically killed him. very killed much him because killed him. <laughs> they killed for, him. For spe- specifically, the two main charges were corrupting the youth and being an atheist. Yeah. So, my they guy. Have, they said have some poison, my dude. And um, Socrates was like, yeah, sure. Glug, glug, glug. Love it. He was like, party. Um, yeah, he was like... He was not, he was not like, party. No, he actually... No, he, like, kind of was, though. Oh. Like, That's dope. Like, Socrates, just, like, a quick hmm, history lesson, is that Socrates was like, yeah, like, I did what I needed to do. Like, I'm an Athenian patriot, and the democracy has basically decided that this is my fate, so I gotta do it. And... Don't cry for me. Athens, <laughs> the truth is I never left you. Except when I... I'm drinking this poison and leaving you because I'm dead. And Pla- <laughs> and Plato was like, no, don't stop. No. And uh, we didn't really like. Uh, maybe this movie didn't have a hold on us the way we thought it would. Well, also um, I think like for. Here's here's a controversial opinion. Um, <gasps> hot, hot takes. Yeah. <laughs> um, is that this movie, like, for as much as happens in it, nothing really happens. Um, like, the plot is so straightforward, and it's, like, so predictable and typical. It was really fun to watch, and I think it was fun watching it together, but, like, there's really not that much to sink our teeth into, you know? Yeah, I feel like there's lots of, like, fun ideas throughout this movie, and I will say, like, I think they're interesting. I- I'm glad that there were, like, risks taken, because I think some of them are fun and some of them do kind of pay off, and I think I'd rather see a movie where it's like, oh, we-, we took a risk here, and it wasn't just, like, the risk is that we showed some boobs. Yeah. Like, the risk is, like, what if or this like, ended with Or, like, the risk is that he did it all for love. Yeah, the, it, uh, uh... The risk is that she likes to sing, and then she sang in front of people. But I mean, like, visual and, like, storytelling risks. I sound so stupid. No, you don't, because it was a very unusual film. I like like the stuff where it's like, what if something kind of silly or, like, there's a goofy thing in the background or we're telling some... We have some lots of, like, very outrageous set pieces. Um, I I, I think I'd rather see that where it's like they're trying to do something then like you know what when because sometimes it feels like the risk is just like okay we're showing some boobs or um like a lady that uh fell over and we saw her butt um or like a guy and and like that's not to say that those aren't in this movie because they are um but they're not they're not highlighted i think in the same way as like um I think they're fewer and far between. I feel like they're outweighed by, like, other silly jokes or, like, weird visual things. I agree. Um, And I also think that the cast and how charismatic everyone was is a really big reason of why I found this movie enjoyable to watch. Because I think had it been a a different (laughs) cast, I don't think it would have been as fun. No, this would be, I would feel, I, I would not feel this would be nearly at all as watchable if this cast wasn't what it is yeah um, i if i could describe I, this movie in one word i would say wacky it really is it's a wacky movie the cast is really good because like ben foster barely has a character and he's still doing something um yeah he's he's I, acting he's doing something i i like ben foster i think it's interesting 
I, I don't know that I would, I know this word jump on ahead uh, stuff, but I don't, like, because, like, I'm, I'm kind of 50-50 on whether I'd re- recommend this movie, but I feel I'd rather people watch, like, other performances, particularly by the two lead actors, because, like, Ben Foster and Kirsten Dunst are truly two of, like, the best actors we have working. Like, if you want to see two people be compelling and scary at the same time, it's those motherfuckers. Like, yeah. Kirsten Dunst has a Jumanji, Little Women. We already talked about it, but it still holds uh, up. Melancholia, um, like Spider Man (laughs) Three. You know what? She actually did a great job in there for showing up for a page. She did a good job. (laughs) Um, Oh, there is a movie from this around this time period that I do think people should watch. Um, called Dick, and it's Kirsten Dunst and Michelle Williams, and it's about the Watergate scandal. Um, and it's, but it's basically like, what if Deep Throat, like the whole thing was like, we we're never going to really reveal who Deep Throat was or how we got this information. And the idea is, what if Deep Throat was two teenage girls? Like, what if Nixon was taken down by two teen girls? <laughs> and it's, honestly very funny and delightful and uh also like talk about two actresses who later were like everyone was like oh shit these two are nailing it which is michelle williams michelle fucking williams come on um sorry uh um, i think so um but ali i have i have a question for you please ask did you think this movie was romantic um i don't know that i did I was like, I guess I was, because our criteria for this tends to be, do we are we rooting for um, these characters to be together at the end? And the thing is, I never doubted that they were going to be together at yeah. the end. So I was yeah. kind of just like. Once it was set, okay. we were expecting it to happen. We weren't. The second we he doesn't have one yes. girlfriend and we see Kirsten Dunst, we're like, oh, so he's going to end up with Kirsten Dunst. Exactly. It's not, I, I think it's something that I didn't want to happen because I assumed it would. Yeah. I, I There wasn't like a big pull of like, oh, I hope it happens. It was like, all right, this is going to happen. Yeah. Um, um, what Was this sexy? No. God, no. No. Absolutely not. No. You know what we haven't talked about that really upset both of us? Okay, so Colin Hanks ends up with uh, New Zealand clumsy girl at the end of this movie, and there's a bit where they're talking and they're like kind of flirting, I guess, and he holds a finger up to be like, wait right here, like I have to go talk to Ben Foster, and she, uh, I did not like this. This is, I feel, a time when we both solidly agreed that this was gross. Mm -hmm. He holds his finger up to be like, wait right here, and she... um, puts her mouth over his finger no! and like sucks on his finger no! as a response. God, no! No! It was upsetting. It was upset. I did not like yeah, that. This is one I didn't in- like this it is at all. one instance of someone putting fingers in mouths that Allie didn't like, and I think actually... I don't like it a lot. I actually I don't, think It's just the so other times of- in the movies... <laughs> Of okay. Other times it no. can. Uh, okay, here's no, the no, reality of what is happening. Of the movies we have watched on this podcast, this is the first time you've ever been put off by fingers in mouth. I didn't love it in <laughs> Best Friend's Wedding, but I had to admit that if there were other contexts, I don't know if I would entirely hate it. <laughs> the only other time, the only other time was in a girl walks home alone at night. When that thing happened, oh, when she bit a that, stingy off. No, well, the, right before. Okay, that was dope. Oh, but with when, the sex worker. Yeah, that was yes. upsetting. Yeah. Oh, but I, I listen. I, I am a, a I am a staunch <laughs> uh, opposer of finger in mouth. You don't know where that finger's been. You can't trust anybody. Wash their hands, and even if they okay, do, do you think I'm going, even if they do I'm wash their hands, don't put their fucking finger in your mouth, you, you filthy animal. And that's my I'm opinion. Sorry. And that's my opinion. First of all, and I'm sorry that what... I just insulted you and a lot of people. Melanie, would you, um, would you recommend this movie? Honestly, yeah, I would. I think it's a fun time. I think it's an interesting one. I think it's something where it's like, oh, I, th- I think this would be part of like a good, um like 99 2000s um 
like movie night yeah. of like teen comedies in this era of like kind of funky stuff i think it'd be a good like uh, i don't know maybe have a little wine or like if you're doing like, like uh teens do shakespeare kind of thing yeah i think this would be one of the lighter ones mm-hmm. um would you that rec- would be I you think, would recommend i think then? i would recommend i think i would recommend it in that context mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just because i it's so it's it's kind of weird it's i i don't know that i recommend it just like i don't know if this is something like i i think i would probably recommend other films by these actors um but i do think it's an interesting film to be like oh look at all these people in this movie right before or like around the time they were really blowing up mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um so I, th- I think i would um wait we haven't asked the most important question of all oh that's right oh boy oh, oh boy. boy fuck marry kill do you have one yeah i do you okay all right. hit me i'm probably not gonna like it. oh no you're gonna hate it fuck marry uh-huh. kill i've got two so fuck marry okay. kill okay ben foster mm-hmm. cisco colin hanks i knew it i knew it that was what i was gonna suggest um, in this movie, as their characters in this movie, yeah. I would marry. We don't really learn anything about Cisco, but I would make love with Cisco. Okay. No, I don't want to make love with Cisco. Sorry, I don't know why that made me laugh. I, I don't know either. I. Oh yeah, actually, I would. Okay, I'd make love with Cisco. I would. I'm sorry. I have to kill Colin Hanks because I cannot. Um, his character is very rude in this, and also he kind of looks like my cousin in this movie. He does. And um, no. Um, and I guess I guess I'm marrying Ben Foster. I don't know. It's a really nice house. Yeah. Honestly, I think that's the play. I would do that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's the move. Yeah. That's what I would do. Okay, I've got um, another and one. And Ben Foster doesn't look like any of my cousins. Yeah, I've got another one, okay? Re- Go! Tell me, please! God! All right. Let me know! Sorry. All right. Ed Bagley Jr. Oh, my God. Martin Short. What is happening? Shane right West. But as, their char- but as their characters in this movie. I, I'm upset right now. <laughs> I would, I hate to say it, I'm killing Martin Short. <gasps> As this character, no, thank you. As this character, it's a no. Mm. I guess I'm marrying Ed Begley Jr. Um, because you know what? He's a very good communicator. He clearly um, sets clear boundaries. He trusts his... He has a loving relationship with his wife. So that's nice. Um, I guess I'm fucking Shane West. Wow. You got a one time, right? Yeah. Why? What are you? Are you marrying Martin Short? Is I don't know. Play? I'm thinking about it because I think I was conflating actual Martin Short and this character. Um, mm-hmm. And honestly, I think I agree with you. For once, we agree on Thank both you. counts, I think. Oh, my God. Yeah, this is a hit. Wow. This is, ex- this is. This is unprecedented. This movie brought us together on finger sucking and on not. And on fuck, Mary kill. Yeah. Wow. wow. Do we have a very horny podcast? Yeah, I thought that was known, though. This is a thirsty okay. cast. I don't... I don't know if we're thirsty. I'm thirsty. Thirsty implies, like, desperation. Oh, does it? I thought thirsty... Yeah. Oh, I thought thirsty was more just, like, horny. Thirsty can be horny, but no, thirst is, like, desperation more, more than anything. Like, a thirst trap, the idea is, like, people are desperate, so desperate to like their horniness is so overwhelming and they're so desperate to get your attention or your approval that they're gonna like this post regardless of what it's actually about like you're thirsty it's sort of like a double meaning of like they're thirsty because they're liking this post sort of in desperation and you're thirsty because you're willing to get likes quote for this reason but i'm not i'm not anti-thirst trap to be honest if you want, if you feel cute, you're allowed to feel cute. I don't have a problem. Yeah, I'm just, I don't have a problem. Also, with that I'll either. like it, bitch. I'll like it. Yeah, like if you are feeling yourself, feeling fine, I'm happy. right I'm, and tight, I love it. posting a pic, feeling good, like 
I, I love Kudos it. Kudos to you. Do like Good have a great you, have a great fucking day. You know what I don't like you. is all these trolls and idiots on the internet who just take the time for like people who f- are trying to feel good about themselves to just like say nasty things like yeah oh god we don't what have time a, to get a into sad that. life you must live, yeah like you know? really like the only thing you don't have anything better to do you just like go around trying to make other people feel bad go to therapy you stupid bitch go, go to therapy stupid bitch and analyze that you know analyze me calling you a stupid bitch stupid bitch she's a stupid bitch anyway oh, um that was you had me at hell no wow this 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 has really been is a, a journey this this episode flipped turned upside down our whole life we are we are goofing Honestly, I feel like okay. Here's another hot take. I oh feel, my god, I, I am totally bugging. I feel like this episode is gonna make or break our listeners. They're either gonna be super on board, or they're gonna be like, "Nope, that's it. We're done forever. Goodbye." They're either gonna be like, "The girls are back," or they're like, "I don't think we could join you in this." Yeah, you know. And honestly, you know what? I understand. I guess we're so, we're on board. The fact that they were with us at all is like. No, that sounds really sad. Well, the fact that you're listening at all is something we appreciate, which is the perfect segue to plugging our social media. Whoop, whoop. So if you Um, would like to uh, drop a line and let us know, did this make or break? Did it make? Did it break? How do you feel? Was this too chaotic? Uh, what's What do you think? How do you feel? Um, go to our Instagram or our Twitter. The handle is at HellNoCast. You can also go to our website, HellNoCast.com. There is a contact form where you can send us an email because we do check that and do actually want to know your thoughts. Um, anything else would be great, too. So, like, if you want to, like, tell your friends, you want to share this, leave us a like, a five-star review. And you can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Thank you so much for listening to You Had Me at Hell No. I have been Allie. And I have been Mel. Love you. Bye. Bye. You Had Me at Hell No was recorded remotely at our homes in front of our pets, Roscoe and Benny. Allie and I would like to say congratulations to Tiffer on the birth of his daughter, as well as a big thank you to Lucille Petty and Bella Vanek for writing our theme song. Thank you, Bella and Lucille. 